You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. Smartphones have become an essential part of our everyday lives, allowing us to stay connected and access a wealth of information at our fingertips. But these devices have become increasingly integrated into our routines and turned into powerful tracking tools that collect vast amounts of personal data. In previous videos, we've talked about how using a more private operating system like Graphene OS is a great way to increase your privacy. We have a free tutorial explaining how to install Graphene, and we also offer installation help for those who need it. But the fact is, even if you install Graphene, if you still use all kinds of apps that spy on you and send your data back to Google and Microsoft, your phone isn't as private as it could be. Smartphones possess a unique potential to intrusively see into our lives due to the fact that we carry them everywhere we go. Because of this, privacy experts like Michael Basil will tell you that you should really keep the activity you do on your phone to a minimum and have as few apps on the device as possible to limit data collection. We agree with this advice entirely, yet we also know that many people are going to want to continue to do non-essential things on their devices anyway, like using audio apps. So we at least want to be able to give you a more private way to do this. So in this video, we're going to look at podcast players, audiobook apps and music streaming services and explore some options that don't collect your data. Let's start with audiobook alternatives. Google Playbooks, Audible and Apple Books are all popular apps for listening to audiobooks, but they collect a lot of data about you and your activities. We've talked before about the privacy implications of using Google services, and Google Playbooks is no exception. Using this app contributes to Google's extensive data collection. Your reading preferences, search history, and book purchases are combined with other data collected across Google services, allowing them to create a comprehensive profile about you. And this data is shared with thousands of companies who then share it with thousands more. As EFF reported, their so-called anonymized data can be tied to real people. Audible is in a similar boat. It's owned by Amazon, a company also known for its extensive data collection practices. When you use Audible, Amazon collects your search history, account information, listening habits, like which books you're choosing, how frequently and for how long you listen. And along with this detailed profile, of your interests and your preferences, your device information, unique identifiers, network information and location data are also collected. Apple is generally seen as a company that works hard to protect user data by doing a lot of processing on the device itself rather than sending it to Apple servers and anonymizing data that's collected. Health and wallet apps on your phone, for example, don't transmit any analytics data, regardless of whether iPhone analytics are turned on or off. But don't think that all of your Apple activities are private. When it comes to entertainment apps like Apple Music, Apple TV, and Apple Books, they collect a lot of data. In Apple Books, they gather information about your reading and listening habits, your chosen books, time spent listening, bookmarks, and notes. They've also been shown to collect data about your app activities when data analytics were turned off. So if you value your privacy 
and don't consent to this data collection, there are more private audiobook alternatives that still offer excellent functionality without compromising your data. For example, Voice. It's free and open source and very privacy friendly. It doesn't require any user accounts or sign-ins to listen to audiobooks on the app. The app itself is designed with simplicity and usability in mind, allowing users to manage and play their audiobook collection easily. Voice supports common audiobook formats such as MP3, M4A and M4B, and it also offers essential playback features such as adjustable playback speed, sleep timer, bookmarks, and a dark theme for better nighttime reading. If you download the app from the F-Droid alternative app store that we've covered in a previous video, it's free from any trackers. However, be aware that if you get the app from other sources such as Google Play, there can be trackers in it. According to their privacy policy on Google Play, voice can send crash logs, diagnostics, and other app performance data. And their privacy policy on their GitHub confirms the usual use of Google Firebase, Google Analytics, and Firebase Crashlytics for crash reporting. Do note also that in the privacy policy, the developer reserves the right to employ third-party companies or individuals that would have access to the data collected by the previously mentioned trackers in connection with providing the app's service. So a privacy-conscious person might want to use the F-Droid version, which doesn't contain these trackers or collect personal data. One downside of the app is that because there are no sign-ins, there's no way to sync your progress on audiobooks across different devices. Voice also lacks direct integration with audiobook stores or subscription services, whereas apps like Audible or Google Playbooks provide seamless access to their respective marketplaces. This is perhaps the biggest drawback, as you would need to obtain your audiobooks from external sources. One possible source is LibriVox, which is a volunteer-driven platform that offers free public domain audiobooks. You don't need to create an account or provide any personal information in order to access and listen to LibriVox audiobooks. LibriVox is supported entirely by donations, and its audiobooks are hosted on archive.org, another non-profit organization. It's also completely ad-free. One thing to keep in mind, especially if downloading an audiobook that isn't in the public domain, is that some publishers and authors prefer to distribute their books with DRM protections to prevent unauthorized copying and distribution. DRM stands for Digital Rights Management, and some DRM protections are more restrictive than others and may limit the playback of the audiobook to specific devices or apps. This might mean that your audiobook could be incompatible with certain third-party audiobook apps. Other publishers and authors might opt for DRM-free distribution to provide more flexibility and ease of use for their readers, in which case you'd be able to load these audiobooks into any preferred player. Be careful to verify the compatibility of the DRM protection with your preferred audiobook app before purchasing. There are audiobook stores like Downpour, Overdrive, and Libro.fm that specifically focus on DRM-free versions of books. But as with all website purchases, if you're privacy-focused, then using things like a VPN, masked credit card, and email alias will help protect you from unnecessarily giving away personally identifiable information when making these purchases. Despite the lack of integration with marketplaces and lack of personalized recommendations, voice is a great choice for an open source, no frills audiobook player that respects privacy. Next, let's look at alternative podcast apps. While audiobooks are standalone products that are not updated with new content, 
Podcasts typically involve a continuous release of new episodes over time, and they rely on something called an RSS feed for distribution. RSS stands for Really Simple Syndication, and it's basically a standardized file format that's easy for computers and apps to read and understand. This structured file that follows a specific format is uploaded to a web server with a unique URL. A content creator can submit the RSS URL to many different podcast directories, and these directories use the information in the RSS feed to list the podcast and its episodes on their platform. The podcast creator can publish new episodes and the podcast directories will periodically check the RSS feed for such updates and automatically fetch new episodes when they appear. This allows creators to reach a wide audience without having to manually update their podcast on every platform. This is great news for third-party apps because it means that you don't have to use apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher to listen to your favorite podcasts. These apps can collect data on your listening habits and preferences, and you might not feel that they need to have access to that information. All you need is the podcast's RSS feed or URL, and you can instead use privacy-focused apps to listen such as AntennaPod on Android or Overcast on iOS. These apps provide a similar user experience to mainstream options without tracking your data or selling it to third parties. Let's look more closely at AntennaPod, which is a free, open source, and privacy-friendly podcast manager. It doesn't require users to create an account or share any personal information in order to use the app. AntennaPod also doesn't track or collect any user data. This app allows users to subscribe to their favorite podcasts and automatically download new episodes as they become available. Users also can customize their playback speed, skip silence, and use the app's built-in sleep timer to automatically pause playback after a certain amount of time. You do lack personalized recommendations based on listening history with this app, and there are no social features like following friends or seeing what others are listening to, but this might be a pro or a con depending on your stance. AntennaPod has a clean, intuitive, and functional design. What they lack in polished user interface they make up for with their focus on privacy and user control. If you're on iOS, Overcast might be a good option for you. Like AntennaPod, this podcast player also doesn't require users to create an account or provide any personal information to use the app. While there is some data collection with the app, the developer says that no data is sold to third parties, and the app doesn't use any third-party analytics or ad libraries. There is a free version of the app that includes non-personalized ads, but you can also opt to subscribe, and this allows users to remove ads while still supporting the app's development. It also has cool features like Smart Speed, which intelligently shortens silences in podcasts to save time without distorting the audio, and Voice Boost, which normalizes volume levels for a more consistent listening experience. These features are processed on-device, ensuring that your listening preferences are not sent to any external server. Both AntennaPod and Overcast are great alternative podcast apps that provide a more private experience. Finally, let's look at apps for music streaming. Platforms like Spotify and Apple Music collect a lot of data on your listening habits, but finding alternatives is actually quite difficult due to copyright and licensing issues. Streaming platforms operate based on agreements with record labels and copyright holders, which grant them the rights to stream or sell their music catalogs to their subscribers. These agreements offer often involve complex negotiations and significant financial investments, and so creating open source alternatives is particularly difficult. Many open source music players will require
require instead that a user provide their own music library. Something like the open source VLC media player is great if you already have a collection of music that you want to listen to on your phone. And they don't collect any data about your usage. There are other music players that some people cite as better alternatives, but in terms of privacy, most are actually not an improvement. Let's start with Bandcamp. This is an online music platform that allows independent artists and small record labels to sell and promote their music directly to fans. It's popular among musicians, particularly those in the independent and niche music scenes, as it offers a more artist-friendly alternative to mainstream music distribution platforms. While this platform is great for the music producers themselves, it requires a user account and it also collects user information. Jamendo is another online music platform and this one focuses on promoting and distributing independent music under Creative Commons licenses. It's seen as a great place for discovering new royalty-free music. However, Jamendo again requires user accounts and collects information about users. Both Bandcamp and Jamendo focus on offering alternative marketplaces where artists, especially independent ones, can sell their music and merchandise and have more control over the royalties they receive. They're interesting apps, but we wouldn't consider them to be privacy focused. One interesting music option is Funkwhale, which is an open source, self-hosted and decentralized music streaming platform. It allows anyone to upload, self-host and publish or listen to music freely within what they call pods. A pod is a Funkwhale server where users can upload their own music library to share with their own community. Users can discover new content without restrictions and stream from their device of choice. Funkwell states that they don't seek to be an alternative for Spotify or Bandcamp. Their goal is to promote the publication and sharing of Creative Commons audio content. The main drawback of Funkwell is that its user community is small. Its decentralized nature means that instead of connecting to a default server to be served music, the user needs to choose a pod to connect to. The privacy policy of each pod depends on its administrator, and because of the small community nature of Funkwhale, it seems a place where people just want to share their music rather than be bothered with terms and conditions or privacy policies. So most of the time you'll just have to trust that the pod is not logging or selling your data. To sum up, smartphones are powerful tracking devices, but they don't have to be collecting information about everything we do on them. How we use them and which apps we choose to use can make a huge difference. Apps that minimize data collection can help us regain control over our personal information, while still allowing us to enjoy the convenience of our smartphone. Voice, AntennaPod, and Overcast offer privacy-conscious solutions for audiobooks and podcasts, while platforms like Funkwhale present a more community-driven approach to music streaming. While these alternatives may lack some of the features or integrations of their mainstream counterparts, they better protect your privacy. And this will be a worthwhile trade-off for some people. It's important that we make choices that align with our values and needs. And choosing privacy-focused apps is a good way to signal to the market that we value our privacy. Maybe with our choices, we can help pave the way to a more privacy-respecting future. NBTV is funded by community donations. If you'd like to help us keep making these free educational videos, please visit mbtv.media support and let us know if you'd like to be added to our supporter wall. We also have a book called Beginner's Introduction to Privacy, which also supports our channel. Thanks for spreading the word about these videos and for watching through till the end.
I'm a Bitcoin Baron, I'm scared.